1: In Crutin. it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpowerscout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at nextleveld1. See his fine work at texasfootball.com/recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends, at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, they've got chicken, and they got biscuits, and they got rolls, and they got other good stuff. So you should you should eat it. It's yummy. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, Riveting
0: that's, endorsements, guys. Good job.
1: <laughs> you know, that's why they pay us uh, to do stuff like that. Um, go eat chicken express. That's my right. advice to you. That's my life advice. And that's fundamentally what this show is about. Um,
2: Should really play up the chicken judging angle every time though. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I judge chicken. It's good.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know, chicken. Um, we're also a recruiting show, and so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the news and notes from around the state, uh, starting with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, uh, go to the private school ranks that the DFW Metroplex to Plano John Paul II to talk about their center, Caden Kittler. Caden Kittler is his name, and he is uh, one of the guys who's probably the mo- one of the most under-the-radar uh, big-time prospects uh, in, in the state. He's already got up to 28 offers, picked up offers from Purdue and Louisiana this week. Uh, that's the second Power 5 offer that he's got. Uh, he's also got an offer from Wazoo. Uh, this is a guy who right now, it seems like he's uh, he's getting those, uh, those group of five offers pretty consistently, but now that you've got a couple of Power 5 uh, schools coming calling, I wonder if he's going to pick up the pace a little bit.
2: Man, 28 offers, and it's really spread out, you know, all over the country. Also has some Ivy League offers kind of telling you what he's bringing to the table from an academic standpoint as well. So Caden Kittler is one of those guys who is the complete package recruit. He, To me, he's a true center projection. So a lot of these teams looking for a guy who could come in and kind of be the leader of the offensive line, understand the calls, uh, from a middle standpoint, understand what everyone else needs to be doing, play to play, work with the quarterback. Kaden Kittler is that guy, and I think that's why you're really starting to see his recruitment take off. It seems like every day uh, he's on my timeline with a new offer. So I know that he, he's been one of these guys who I've been really excited to feature for a while now. Now that he's started to pick up some power five action, as well as some more group of five schools, uh, it was a good time for that. Central Florida uh, getting his first official visit in June. Maybe that's a school to keep a close eye on. We know that they've been competing um, at the national level uh, at the group of five. So we'll see what happens there, if that's the one that really blows him out of the water when he takes that visit there or will some of these schools like Purdue and Washington State get him to really think hard about playing in one of these bigger conferences like the Pac-12 or the Big Ten?
1: Now, I think it's worth mentioning uh, you we're, were watching his tape, and it's it's awfully impressive. It's just a, it's a pancake factory out there. But we've uh, on the tape, they're lining him up out there at left tackle. You project him to to move inside and play at the center uh, position at the next level?
2: Yes, uh, I think that he'll slide inside once he gets to college. I think that he's 6'3", 280, so I think that's the perfect dimensions to, to be a center. He can snap, and he's really quick off the football. So I think that that – is the spot that that suits him the best, no matter where he ends up playing. What like that which is level? Our group, five, prospect, power five, our whatever. Rides.
1: let's now let's now move on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week uh, is going out to East Texas to the Piney Woods uh, about uh, to talk about Carthage, perhaps a high school football program you have heard of. Uh, they have a star linebacker in Kip Lewis, uh, and he has committed to Oklahoma. Uh, had offers from all over the place, uh, including places uh, in-state like Baylor, like TCU, like Texas and Texas Tech, as well as uh, other state uh, other offers like uh, Notre Dame, LSU, etc. Uh, he's the number 54 prospect in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100, a three-star according to DCTF. He is heading to the Sooners and a guy who uh, on the defensive side, the Carthage's offense gets a lot of attention, uh, but he is the Stud leader of what was a really, really good defense last year. And spoiler alert, figures to be a pretty good defense this year.
2: Yeah, he was the top uh, rated prospect in the state championship game. I remember writing that preview and, and watching Kip Lewis, you know, throughout the course of his season there and, and doing preparation for that. And, you know, Carthage has a lot of really good players. You know, they always do. And they're playing a Gilmer team in a state title game that also has talent. You know, those are two East Texas powerhouse programs that continuously send guys off to play in college. I really like Lewis because he looks like a traditional big bodied linebacker, right? But he covers space really well. I described him in in the scouting report as smooth. It's because he's moving at a pace much quicker than it actually looks like he is because of his ability to to go sideline to sideline and then also make plays downhill. I think smooth is a good descriptive word because uh, I don't think the ball carriers realize that he's coming so quickly, and, and that can kind of give you uh, false satisfaction or false comfort that you're going to be able to get to the edge when really you're not because Kip Lewis is chewing up that yardage and bearing down on you. He's a – go ahead. I, I, I think that he's a guy who plays well in space, and that will help him in the Big 12 at a, at a school like Oklahoma where he can cover routes and, and run with receivers down the field when he needs when he needs to, but also plays downhill with a chip on his shoulder.
1: He's a bona fide stud uh, heading to Oklahoma, Kip Lewis, the 2022 Carthage linebacker. We're talking with Greg Powers, and next little athlete here on Texas Football today. Get involved in the conversation in the hashtag TFDay. Uh, let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, let's go back to the DFW Metroplex. A lot of DFW needs Texas today. Uh, talk about uh, Garland, Naaman Forrest, 2023 defensive tackle, Marcus Deal. Um, the uh, the big time defensive tackle, 6'5", 280. So he'll be playing a junior season this year. He's already that big. He has picked up a big time in-state offer from the Texas Longhorns. He's already got offers uh, from other in-state off places like Baylor, Rice, SMU, etc. And some out-of-state offers like Arizona State and Oklahoma State. Uh, this is a guy in, uh, who, who has some good genes, some good bloodlines here, but, uh, but Marcus Deal, uh, I mean, look, when you're 6'5 and 280 pounds and you haven't yet taken a snap uh, in, in, in your – He's the real deal. In your... <laughs> you just go ahead. Love it.
2: Powers. I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to top that, right, the real deal. Uh, Marcus oh, Deal is one of these guys who does a little bit of everything. On the football field. They slide him around at 6'5, 280 pounds, line him up inside, line him up outside, and let him do some different things. Even play some offensive line as well at Naaman Force. A school that has really come on, uh, producing a lot of top-tier talent. His brother signed with Tulane in the class of 2021. And and how about this? You know, you're you're driving up in your bus and and you're going to play Naaman and you walk off of it and you look on the field and the biggest dude on there is like a sophomore, you know? (laughs) So that kind of tells you what type of future that he has in front of him there as well. Uh, Starting to really catch fire. I think Texas was his 10th scholarship offer so far, certainly to me, like looking at his list, probably the biggest offer. He also has offers from schools like Baylor, SMU, Rice, which kind of tells you about his academics, Oklahoma state, Arizona state. Uh, So those are the, some, some of the schools that, pop to me when you're looking at his offer list, but certainly a guy who's just getting started uh, with his recruiting process and and nowhere near the finish as he has two years of high school ball remaining.
1: Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week, uh, we're going back out east to Tyler Legacy uh, to talk about their uh, soon-to-be senior running back, Jamarian Miller, um, who is a guy who now boasts 26 different scholarship offers, and we're not talking – uh, about uh, the, these these the little sisters of the poor uh, out here. We're talking uh, we're talking Alabama, LSU, USC, Texas, TCU, Baylor, Nebraska, big time schools with big time pedigree, putting out big time running backs. And so Jamarian Miller out of Tyler Legacy is a guy to keep an eye on. He's our number 28 prospect in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100 on texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And this kid feels like the real deal, man.
2: He really is. And uh, really like this week for this, you know, a lot of times we have the recruit of the week as a guy who narrowed down to his top five or was selected for an All-American game. But this week there wasn't like a whole lot of really big time breaking news and we get a chance to talk about one of the guys who I feel like is probably and it's not fair to say that the number 28 guy in the state is a sleeper but he's a sleeper because he's unreal. You know, this guy's unreal. He brings a little bit of everything to the table. He he's got tremendous speed. He ran a 10 point 71 uh, 100 meter dash this year. He's 5'10 185. He catches the ball out of the backfield like a wide receiver, and uh, is a one-two punch there at Tyler Legacy with Bryson Donnell, who is also a tremendous running back and a guy who's picking up scholarship offers left and right as well. So that they have two guys there in that backfield um, that may give them the best backfield in the state, certainly one of. They're in in that argument, right, to have the best backfield in the state this year. Uh, But Miller's just, and looking at the offer list, Miller's one of these guys who reminds me, of Reggie Bush, so it's not a surprise to see USC on his list as one of the top schools in his recruitment because that's the type of guy he is. He's a Reggie Bush-esque type of running back, um, and, and is probably unjustly rated at 28. He's a guy who could play with anybody. I mean, if you rated him number 10 uh, in in the top 10 in the state, I don't think that you would get any arguments. But just kind of speaks to the talent in the state of Texas this year, this year, and I was glad to have the opportunity to talk about Miller.
1: He is a home-run hitter to the highest degree, just like Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Boom. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com recruiting. Powers, hang on the line here, because I'm going to have you introduce the next segment, so hang on. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter, at TCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Get the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Hey Powers, uh, who did you get to talk to today?
2: Well, we spoke with Fort Bend Ridgepoint big man Calvin Harvey. Who really, man, this a great interview. Calvin Harvey is six foot eight, three hundred and twenty-five, three hundred and thirty pounds. He's a monster who obliterates guys on tape, and also has a great food recommendation in the state of Texas that I have to try. It's on my list now. I looked at the website after talking to Calvin and he really zeroed me in on a place that I have to go. So you got to hear from the man himself.
1: Well, that's a tease. Here is uh, Greg Powers' conversation with Fort Bend Ridgepoint offensive lineman Calvin Harvey here on Texas Football Today.
2: Greg Powers,
3: texasfootball.com. And like we do every week, we're here with one of the top recruits in the entire state, Calvin Harvey, big offensive lineman from Fort Bend Ridgepoint. Um, Calvin, it's really been taken off for you on the recruiting front. And we're going to talk a, a little bit about some of your recruitment process, but I just kind of want to start with playing uh, at Ridge Point. What's it like being a part of that program and playing in one of the toughest districts in the state?
4: It's amazing. I love it every single day. Um, my team around me um, really pushes, we push everybody to greatness um, as well as during the district, um, during the season play, um, everyone goes 100%. I've never seen anyone take a playoff during our district and we produce a lot of good talent as well as our coaches. Uh, they push us to our limit and make sure we're the best prospect and best talent, um, to be put out into the next level into college football. So it's really, it's really a great experience.
3: I kind of watched you blossom on the field last night or last year, watching your, uh, highlight tape last night before we kind of jumped into the interview, I was, I was getting tuned up to what you're bringing to the table as a prospect, man, and you're kind of bullying guys out there. It, what, what do you feel like you're bringing to the table? Why are all these colleges starting to pay attention to Calvin Hart?
4: Um, I feel like I'm bringing to the table a lot. I feel that one of my main um, things about me is I'm a leader on the field and off the field as well. Um, I, carry, I can carry a bunch of guys on my back, as well as tell people um, what they did wrong or what they did right, encourage and, and as well as teach other players as well. But when I'm on the field, also, uh, I'm really, I have that no prisoner attitude. I love to run through people and give my running back the best chance to get into that end zone, as well as my quarterback enough time to throw that touchdown pass. So I love, I love the guys. I love, I love um, being able to give them the time for them to shine, as well as making me um, and my team look good.
3: Man, I saw you with those heavy hands. That punch is pretty wicked. You were do- you were doing some dirty work on some of those defensive linemen. I know that. Something that jumps out to me just about Fort Bend ISD um, players who come from Fort Bend and especially Ridge Point. Y'all seem to have some edge and. Uh, uh, play with the chip on your shoulder maybe i say a little bit tougher than some of the other guys what is it about playing there
4: it's amazing um with fort Ben ISD and with with Rich Point, i mean we just we just love to hit we love to we love to bring it back bring it like the old school football like be, be able to hit everybody like there's no plays off and we love the crunching of the pads it's just it's a physical game and we like to we like to bring it to that name as well as Every single play, you're supposed to give it 110, and I feel like in our district and Richmond as well, we give it a thousand percent. there's no, there's no breaks. It's all gas.
3: Man, I'm looking at your offer list right now, and I, you know, I, I see that you're up to, you know, probably seven, eight offers, something like that. Things are really starting to take off for you. But you've got an interesting story. Um, you're kind of newer to the game of football. Won't you uh, break it down for us? How did you get your start playing the game, and when did you really? start? start
4: putting on those pads and getting serious about this sport yes sir um so I played basketball my whole entire life um all the way up to my freshman year in high school um one day a couple of my friends that I knew uh, from middle school came up to me and said man you're really big I mean you're six foot five playing center at high school in college you're not going to be playing center so you better be able to handle that ball like a guard um, so so I thought about that and they said, well, you should just come out and try. We're in spring ball where everyone's equal coaches is looking at everyone. So it, I was like, well, I mean, if I don't like it, then of course, I'll go back to basketball. But if I do like it, maybe this is something I can take um, farther in life. So I went out there and everyone knows when you play football, the first time you get hit is either you like it or you quit. And first time I hit somebody, I loved it. I just fell in love. And ever since then, ever since my freshman year in spring ball, it just took off. I mean, I played my sophomore year on varsity um, under Coach Niffen. And that was a real good experience for me he taught me a lot and coach Fisher as well my offensive line coach taught me a tremendous amount as well as my friends and teammates and then this junior year. Um, it really, I really worked hard during the summer me and some of my friends got out there early in the morning 5am working out trying to get better for our team and try to win that state right and so. I just really took it to personally to get better so my team could go as far as possible. And that's what we did. I mean, if you look at my highlights and you look at how the team's record, how we did, we, we beat our so-called history of not getting past the second round. Um, we went to the fourth round and plan on going even even further this year. That, that just really pushed me and uh, got me to where I am now.
3: Yeah, you, you talked about a marvelous run throughout the playoffs, man, and, and you beat a humble Atascosita team
4: that's been going to the
3: semifinal game every year and it seems like ridgepoint really started clicking on all cylinders towards the end of the season and have a lot coming back next year. I got to ask you this man like you're still probably the first pick if there's a pickup game, right?
4: Yes sir. I still I still have um I still have the basketball shoes I still put a little work into <laughs> on the hardwood. I still got my jump shot down and my my nice little spin move and the in the sky hook if you know what I mean. Nice. Um,
3: On the recruiting front, man, it's been crazy. I'm going to start at the beginning, though. Your first offer was an in-state school from SMU. Um, Just kind of walk through what that moment was like, finding out that you were going to have a chance to uh, go play college ball. But for a team here in Texas that's been playing for some trophies as well In SMU, a program that's definitely on the rise.
4: Um, it's amazing coach Uh, i've been i've been really blessed by uh first of all god um, my family my friends and my teammates and my coaching staff um be able to put me in that situation um i'm very blessed to not have to pay for college and smu has given me that first offer which really um, helped boost my recruitment as well as give me more confidence when i'm uh, when i play on the field Um, smu means a lot to me they have a wonderful school wonderful business school um and as well as Coach Dykes is an amazing person. Coach Ricker, the offensive line coach, he's an amazing guy. Um, I plan on going to their uh, June summer camp um, to see and learn more about SMU football.
3: You mentioned summer camp, man. It's been the pandemic really since your recruiting started. Uh, A lot of Zoom conversations probably for you, not only with your own high school team through workouts, getting ready for last season, but trying to learn about these colleges. Um, through the internet. You're finally going to get a chance to go put your feet on the ground. How excited are you to actually get out, do that, meet and talk to some coaches and and work out in front of what could potentially one day be one of your college coaches. You know, that's pretty cool too.
4: Yes, sir. It's amazing. I'm so excited um, for us to be able to get through this uh, worldwide pandemic and um, being able to get back semi to the normal things is really a good uh, good step in the right direction for uh, high school football players. I'm, I'm super excited to go out there and be able to perform in front of uh, many coaches and many colleges to see what I have to bring to the table, what makes me um, different from the rest of the people. and um, I just can't wait to get out there and compete and show everybody um, 100% and uh, just demolish my opponents is really what I'm trying to say. You
3: put on a good, you, you touched on a really good point when you were talking about that, I forgot, you know, the SMU camp is kind of like a mega camp. I think there are going to be a lot of colleges out there. So that is a good event um, to probably attend. Um, Not stopping at SMU, man, that was your first offer, but that was just the the start of a a lot coming your way. The next two offers coming in were from Houston and North Texas, so on and so forth. Just kind of give us the breakdown where things stand right now. Um, Who are some of the schools that are starting to stand out for you, if any, and um, talk about just the recruiting process in general, how it's kind of started to really roll downhill for you as a lot of schools are finding out about you and watching your tape.
4: Um, with SMU, is, um, with all my schools, I, I, I'm very lucky to have all of them. So all of them are equally as important to me. But some of them that stand out the most would be um, SMU, my first division one offer, um, University of Houston and Louisiana Tech. Now, not forgetting my other offers, I still have um, plenty of time to research those schools and go I- more in-depth, but those schools have been the top ones for me as of right now, and I um, and I hope that I can do some more research and gain some more offers to see what everyone else has to offer.
3: When it comes down to it, um, what, what do you have to have in a school, man? What do you f- really feel like that you – something that you can't live without? It may be something normal. It may be something strange. I mean, is there something that you feel like – Well, I got to have
4: that. Well, on the basis of things, most important thing to me in a college is, of course, my education, because I am a student athlete and student comes first, as everyone likes to say. And I would one of the crazy things that I think I have to have is just. It was not crazy, a family atmosphere. I, w- I want the football team to be a family and helping the community, as well as just be a overall display of greatness over um, all of their fans and over all their family. So that's one thing that I have to have. I don't, I, don't like the, I don't like the, oh, you're here, and then those people don't talk to you here because they're a different skill group or they're a different position group. I love that family atmosphere, and that means a lot to me when I'm choosing a college.
3: Man, you had a really good answer for that. I think if somebody would have put me on point and made me answer that, I would have really broke it down. I'd be like, "Well, I, I got to have a barbecue joint within fifteen miles. There might need to be made, like a Chicken Express or a Chick Fil A, so I could dip over there and get some sweet tea potentially um, and a water burger. You know, those okay. are kind like." Yeah, those are the kind of the things, like, I think if I really was thinking about it, but see, that's too simple. I don't have those options. You know, that's the difference. But I know Eastern. that you're a guy who likes food yourself. Uh, give us that spot in Houston, man, where or the Houston area somewhere, or in the state of Texas that you feel like, hey, guys, here's my recommendation from Calvin Harvey. Go try this out.
4: Y'all have to go to the back porch it's in East Texas. I'm telling you, it's the best burger I've ever tasted in my life. It's better than anyone's cooking. And the seasoning they put on the burger is too, it literally just makes my mouth water. Thinking about it right now, I can taste the burger. That's how good it is. My dad put me on with it. My whole family eats there when we go to East Texas. It's amazing, and I love it. If you ever get a chance, you're driving through Kilgore, Texas, you have to go to the back porch.
3: Man, I, I pull the menu up while you're talking about it, and two things jump out at me right away. Bacon wraps, jalapenos, and chili cheese fries, man. That's something that's definitely grabbing my eye when I'm looking at the back porch, but I'm going to have to get out there and try the burger. I haven't been there myself, man, so thanks for the tip.
4: No problem. I'm always good. I'm always welcome to put everybody on good food.
3: Appreciate that, man. Uh, Once again, that was TexasFootball.com with Fort Bend Ridgepoint, big man Calvin Harvey, one of the most intimidating offensive linemen in the Lone Star State. Man, thanks for the time. Uh, Good luck with your recruitment. And of course, Good luck on that state title hunt in
1: 2021. Thank you. There is Fort Bend Ridgepoint offensive lineman Calvin Harvey joining us here on Texas Football today, That's talked a with dude. Greg Powers. a large child. 68. As a large child. Six, a large child.
0: Like Can you I just always imagine the food bill for his mom. Like can you imagine how much he eats?
1: Yeah. That's not well, cheap. I, well, the <laughs> other the other thing for me is like like it's not just like big. Like I'm used to being around offensive linemen who are big guys, but it's like when you're six eight, that's like that's different tall. Yeah, that's, that's different like different tall. You know, you're
0: not fitting in some cars tall. Yeah, you're not. You know, you're not riding man. every roller coaster because you're too tall.
1: Big man, <laughs> big man, good, good football player and good interview too. So we appreciate Fort Pin, Rich Point offensive lineman Calvin Harvey joining us today. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Greg Powers and Calvin Harvey for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe. Huh? Yeah. We'll <laughs> Texas football today.